everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. The way to get started, quit talking and just begin doing. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? (laughs) Stop talking about it and just do the dang thing. Uh, Speaking of talking, are we all so excited that I actually have my voice back this week? Y'all, I feel so much better after taking the last week and a half to rest and to recoup and learn the lessons. And those are the lessons that I shared on the podcast from last week on my episode of Learning How to Rest. I'm feeling so freaking fired up to be back to it and to obviously have a voice to share even more magic with you guys this week. And the magic that I'm going to share with you this week relates to the quote and it has everything to do with how to get started. But before we jump into that world, let's go ahead and talk the taco of the week because that is super important. Taco of the week. I had a accountability group little outing. We did a community picnic. And we did a taco bar, I mean, clearly, because tacos are life, and someone brought over one of my favorite salsas that I've totally forgotten about. I just haven't had this salsa in a while. It is Mateo Salsa. They've got mild, medium, and hot. They've got three different, like, heat levels of it. But the salsa, like, if you're looking for a salsa that doesn't have gunk in it and it's got real ingredients in it, go try Mateo's. So in honor of Mateo, and it's freaking amazing salsa, (laughs) the taco of this week is Mateo's brisket salsa because I threw together a taco that had the salsa on it. It had some brisket. It had some black bean salad that one of my girls whipped up. Y'all, it was just delicious and the perfect perfect level of spiciness, excuse me. So if you'd like to go ahead and check out that and potentially even make your own taco bar for your next outing for whatever that may or may not be, (laughs) go check out the show notes before you leave the episode today. Alrighty, let's go ahead and jump into the topic of this week. So like I mentioned, we're going to talk all about how to get started because I am quite literally on this high right now of the fact that today I just got done completing another program, another fitness program. And I always get a little bit emotional every single time that I do this because I realized that I had to start somewhere. And that start for me, again, was at my rock bottom in 2018, literally lost, not sure what to do, feeling like I was so just such a nervous wreck that I was going to fail and disappoint myself. Like I was just a nutcase and I wasn't myself and I was on autopilot. Like I was a wreck. And that moment of getting started is the moment that changed my life. And I know that there's a lot of people that follow this podcast to gain the mindset, to start the things, to take the actions on the things that they want to do. And so that's what I thought would be fun to talk about is let's just go back to the basics and back to the things that matter when it comes to you getting started in your journey. And so I actually want to read, you'll see, you'll probably hear, not see, because you're not here with me. That would be funny. Um, You're going to hear my book ruffling around in the back. So the book that I've been reading and highlighting on my Instagram and Facebook stories is called How Are You Really? Living Your Truth One Answer at a Time by Jenna Kutcher. Guys, go grab the book if you haven't already. I will link it again in the show notes. It is such an incredible book. I've honestly thought about rereading it again because there's so much gold and magic in it that it's just so much to grasp. But she has this chapter 
and it says, just one step, where to start and how. And this quote is so beautiful. Reinvent yourself over and over and over until you can find home. There is no timeline for the soul. So I'm just going to read this next page or so to you, and I just want you to let this sink in really quick. How do you keep showing up imperfectly? A girlfriend recently asked me that question. I laughed. My first response was, is there any other option? Because in my experience, life isn't going to give you one. Waiting for perfection will have us waiting forever and wasting a whole lot of time. Waiting for perfection, waiting for perfection might mean staying in a relationship, a job, house, or city you know you outgrew a really long time ago. Waiting for why can't I say the word for perfection? I'm so sorry, everyone. Waiting for perfection might mean missing out on a beautiful, bold future to stay comfortable and a narrow view of now. There is an old Voltaire quote that I force myself to cling to when my perfection aside wants to take the reins. The best is the enemy of the good. Straightforward, hard to ignore, cuts me to my core. These eight works speaks volumes to me in the moments I want to freeze up before I can fail because in all of the stalling to make sure there's no risk, I don't even give myself a chance to try. So many of us often complicate this first step. We zoom out until it looks like an insurmountable task, at least for now, and until we get our life together, or until we have the money we need, or until we can clear out our schedules, until, until, until we work on the idea itself rather than doing the work that turns the idea into the thing. We let ourselves believe that the idea is so big, we need to become an entirely different person before we can approach it. But when we do this, we forget to look down there at our two feet, our shoes, the ones we laced up this morning, ready to take just one step. A small one, perhaps, but a step that gets us just a tiny bit closer. Guys, this book, like I said, is so good. And she hits on so many key important parts specifically about just taking the first step to start doing the thing not having any expectations, not worrying about if it's going to be the perfect one, just taking the step and living in the present to see what happens. Because guess what? It might be better than you imagine. So I'm already getting ahead of myself. And let me just say this, as we really dive into this topic of how to get started, I'm pulling back all the way to the beginning. I'm going all the way back to the roots of when Kayla was sitting at that rock bottom in her life. How did she get started? And it would be uh, wrong of me to say this first, that there are two reasons why people want to change. And I'm using the word change because I'm assuming the thing that you are trying to get started on is to develop some sort of change or to go towards something in your life that's important to you. So there are two reasons that people make change in their life. The first is they have something like a vision or a why that pulls them so much that they couldn't imagine not doing that day in and day out. Like, it, they want it so badly. The second reason is because they couldn't imagine another day spending the life that they were living, feeling the way that they were feeling, like living their life at their own personal hell. And guys, that's where I was at. I was at my own personal hell where it was unfathomable for me to think, I, I can't spend another day crying. I can't spend another day on the couch. I can't spend another day in this mindset. Like, 
I am watching my life roll past me, formulating all of the what ifs, eliminating all of my potential. There's got to be something different for me. And I don't know what that is. And I don't know how I'm going to get there. But I know it's not here. And the only thing that I can do is start to lean in, into this idea of change and just take some sort of step forward, no matter what the freak it is, because otherwise I'm, I'm just going to exist here forever. So that is what I want to say to start off with is where are you at, right? Where are you at in that continuum of change or where are you at in those reasons? Do you have something that is literally pulling you to the point where you can't imagine a day not working on it? Or are you in that space where you're like, I can't imagine another day here? Neither one of them is right or wrong, per se. But it's honestly my mission to save as many people as possible before they get to option B, which is they are at their rock bottom and they can barely pull themselves out. Because I was there and clearly I did it. But I honestly think that the process of getting started, more importantly, the journey It's so much more meaningful when you can just really tap into that why. It really is. Um, But there again, there's nothing wrong with starting with that second option. We're just trying to be proactive here is really what I'm getting after. So maybe you're not at either of those options yet. What option do you want to end up in? Would you rather say, hey, I'm not at rock bottom. I know something needs to change. I know I need to start something. But I for sure don't want to be in bucket B. (laughs) Maybe it's time to start finding that something that's really important to you. And I think being able to think about where you're at between these two camps is even more important, right? Because it gets you to think about, is what I'm doing actually important to me? Like before I even get started in in the first place, do I have something that I even give a crap about? Like something that's actually going to pull me. And if you don't like if it's not really that important to you doesn't matter which camp you're in it's not going to work so dig deep figure out where you're at and make sure what it is that you're starting the change that you're trying to create in your life that it's going to actually bring you to places okay things that are actually important to you not because someone else said that they should be important to you so steps I've got four of them for you today I know what an odd number usually I do like three five or something kind of more round and realistic I guess four is realistic okay anyways We get the point. Four steps. Here we go. How to take your first step in getting started. Step number one, flip your script on doubt. Flip your script on doubt, okay? We've got to start thinking of doubt differently because when we hear the word doubt, we hear the word, I can't do it, fear, who am I to think, fill in the blank, right? When you hear the word doubt, typically it comes with some sort of negative connotation. Doubt, however, what if we thought of it like this? What if doubt means you finally found something that you care about? What if doubt means you are not yet knowing of how to do something, which creates this incredible opportunity to grow, which is something that we crave. We literally, as human beings, crave growth and process. If we started to see doubt and that way of light, how would we look at it differently when doubt takes over our bodies and our hearts and our brains when we step up to something that we want to change? Would you look at it differently? I'd imagine so, right? Which is going to help you have a different outlook, have a different perspective for when you start to take your first step. So redefine 
what doubt looks like in your life. Identify right now what your current doubts are in your life. And when you identify your doubts, think about where it's coming from. If you've doubted something about yourself all of your life, go back and think about where in the heck did this come from? Because this doesn't make any sense. And ask yourself why and ask yourself why until you literally cannot ask yourself why any longer. Get to that core reason. And when you get to that core reason, freaking celebrate because you just figured out a really big answer. And when you figure out that answer, I want you to ask yourself, is this true? And I want you to create an argument as to either why it's true or to why it's false. And my guess is most of the time, a lot of these things are false. They are made up things in our head. They are beliefs that someone else gave us a long, long, long time ago about ourselves or about something to the point where it's paralyzed us and it's caused us to see a different perspective. And it's caused us to stop taking action and going all in on ourselves. We need to call that out for what it is, recognize that it's false, and recognize that we can flip the script and use doubt to actually help us, okay? So that's step number one. Flip the script on doubt. Redefine it. Figure out what the doubts are currently in your life. Deem them as true or not true. And start to think about What are the actions that you need to take to prove yourself that that's not true, that that doubt is not true, right? Which is what we're doing is taking the first step. So think about what action do I need to take in order to make sure that I can prove that argument of what I've always thought was true is not true, okay? That's the first place you're going to start. Second place you're going to go, step number two, get rid of all of your expectations. You know, it's funny because I think about expectations And this is a really interesting topic. I've talked a lot about, I shouldn't say a lot, I've definitely talked about expectations a decent amount in the last couple of weeks and how one of my friends and I, how we had this long drawn out conversation around expectations and how we don't believe in expectations. And it's funny because it goes against, like I even feel that little like twitch in my body of like, but you do. (laughs) Like expectations as you grew up, like your teacher said, this is my expectation of you, right? That's how parents like teach their kids about <laughs> to be good children and how to grow up as a normal human being in this world, right? So we have this idea of expectations as being good, as being the things that guide our actions. And while I don't think all expectations are bad, what I think that expectations can do more often than not is it puts us in this state where we become so busy chasing after the ideal of the thing, the ideal outcome that we create in our head and comparing everything in our life that's actually happening to that ideal. And what we're finding is this huge gap. And that creates sadness, depression, guilt, I am not enough, you name it. That gap creates it, okay? We also never fully check the box because of it, because we're so busy trying to create this ideal outcome of like, okay, in order to check the box every single day, it has to look like this, it has to smell like this, it's got to taste like this, it's got to fit all of this criteria to meet this expectation. And if it doesn't, I don't get to check the box. And guess what that does? It doesn't allow for us to actually recognize our process and celebrate just how far we are coming which is why we've been paralyzed to take the first step in the first place because we're so worried about taking that first step and not having it be the perfect first step 
that if it's not, we failed. Forget it. it. It's all up in the air from there. So don't create expectations, right? Go into this with an open mind. And in fact, instead, I want you to create a standard. And there's a difference in my mind between an expectation and between a standard. And the standards that I create personally is standards around who I want to focus on becoming in the process of doing the thing that I'm going to do rather than what I accomplish, okay? I actually heard this incredible quote the other day about, um, of course, because I've been, you know, single life, dating, the things, you know, I've just been learning a lot about just how to navigate singlehood to become my best version of myself, all of the things. And I heard this incredible quote for someone, I think it was on a YouTube video somewhere, and it said, you know, we're too busy trying to chase after the person that we want to be in love with for the rest of our life, when quite literally, we should be focusing on becoming that person. And I was like, mic drop, <laughs> so freaking good. Because here's the thing, we can't always control the outcomes, right? I think we all can say that. We could have this huge to-do list that's going to get us closer, right? But we can't always control what the outcome of that to-do list is going to actually bring to our life. But you know what we can control? The woman or the man that shows up to do that to-do list every single day. So I say, screw the to-do list, right? Yes, that's important. So don't completely screw it. Don't rip it up and like light it on fire. But push that to the side and think about in order for me to deserve that outcome, to take the first step, who is the person that I need to show up as every single day, or if not, just today, in order to do that thing, in order to tackle that thing, in order to deserve that outcome. Let's focus on our to-be list and the standard that we have of ourselves of this is how I'm going to show up and this is the person that I'm going to be rather than how much busy stuff and fluff we can get done during the day that really doesn't get us much anywhere. Because now you're creating a person with an unbreakable mindset that's going to show up and it's going to do the thing. And the answer, guys, it sounds crazy, but people wonder why I work out and why I do personal growth is because when I'm literally stuck on something and then I go and do those things, I turn back around to go and tackle the problem. like, I feel like a whole new person and the how just opened up to me so wide that it would have never opened up that way had I just continued to try and beat that to-do list to death over and over again. So does that make sense? Focus on your to-be list, not your to-do list. Remove the expectations, all the things. Okay, great. Awesome. Third step, take imperfect action to become that person. Okay, so this is where we're still taking the steps, right? We're taking steps through all of this. Take imperfect action to become that person. Again, what are the things that you need to do in order to deserve that outcome? Start with your to-do to do list rather than your to-be list and start building that mental strength. So I'll be honest, I kind of accidentally clumped get rid of your expectations and take imperfect action to become that person into one step. So just separate it out. So here's what we've gone over so far. Flip the script on doubt. Get rid of all of your expectations, especially the expectations of other people have of you, and take imperfect... I swear, talking sometimes is so hard. Take imperfect action to become that person, okay? Last but not least, celebrate and repeat, okay? Don't forget to celebrate. Again, I have been so... (laughs) 
terrible sometimes in my life of not celebrating things. But again, as I've removed those expectations that other people have had of me, of who it is I think I should, you know, be for these other people or what my life should look like because of Instagram saying it should look this way, whatever it is, as I've started to remove those from my life and I'm started to take more messy action and just look at where I started to the messy action that I'm taking now, I've been able to say, whoa, you're pretty dang amazing (laughs) and genuinely actually feel that. So if you genuinely do these three steps previous to this, the celebration's going to become easier. Sometimes it's going to feel uncomfortable. It doesn't mean you need to go shout it out to the rooftops to the rest of the world. Just merely doing it, putting pen to paper, or doing that electronic app. I have the WINS app. It literally is just called WINS, and I put in my WINS every single night. Going back to read those on the days that you are so scared to take that step again, to, to get started again. It's going to be the proof that gives you the courage to keep going or to take the first step in the first place. So really don't forget forget to celebrate and celebrate all of the process, all of it, the clean, the messy, the scary, the fun, all of it, because all of it is so important. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And I hope that some part of this episode gave you the courage or the tool to start taking massive action in your life, which secret massive action starts with small, consistent steps. But first you got to get started. And like I mentioned, the way that I got started was by focusing on myself first, by focusing on the woman that I wanted to be and how I showed up. And for me, I had to have energy. I had to actually have life back to that person before I could show up as her. And so I started focusing on my health. And one thing I am so passionate about, you guys, is helping women get strong as they possibly freaking can mentally and physically. I just finished my last strength program and I'm about to start another round of it. And I want to see you do it with me. If you struggle with getting started, don't get started alone. Let's do this thing together. Send me a message. Send me an email. I don't care what it is that you need to do. Your first step is recognizing that you don't have to do this alone and reaching out and asking, how can I get started? And I will show you through every single part of the how. And together, we're going to build your why. And we're going to create that person that you're going to fall in love with that has always been there. You just needed a little bit help of pulling her out. All right, you guys, until then, I'll see you guys in my inbox and you're going to enjoy those tacos because Mateo is freaking amazing or you're just going to go get the salsa because that's also great. (laughs) And I'll see you guys next week for another episode of Taco Better Tuesday. See you then.